Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Monday, December 26, 2022. Good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence, and we're ready to get your day started with all of the information you need in West Virginia. The forecast for the state today calling for a light breeze that could blow up a snow shower or two later today, but we're on the cusp of a big warm-up. More on that forecast is coming up in a moment. First, let's get up to date on the news of the day in West Virginia. At the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning, filling in for Carrie Hudasek is Jeff Jenkins. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Chris. Thank you. Appalachian Power Mom Powered Line crews working on the holiday weekend to get all service restored from the most recent winter storm. Both companies reported about 250 customers total without power heading into today, so they've made a lot of progress. Both utilities requesting their customers to conserve power for about a 24-hour period back on Saturday morning to Christmas morning after concerns expressed by those who run the power grid about possible overload. Mom Power spokesperson Hannah Catlett says there are some, for there were some frustrating times for crews over the last few days because of single-digit temperatures. Our teams, you know, think that they're making headway and then there's more work added, which can obviously be frustrating, but they're really committed to getting the power back on. Now, meanwhile, most of the state reporting temperatures in the lower mid-teens this morning. The eastern mountains under a wind chill advisory through 9 o'clock. The temperatures are forecasted to end up in the mid-20s this afternoon with some snow late this afternoon into tonight, but not much in accumulation expected. Today is a federal, state, and local holiday in observance of Christmas. Your local courthouse, city hall, will both be closed today. No mail will be delivered. And we can say the same about next Monday, January 2nd, when the New Year's holiday will be observed. Former state Supreme Court Justice Larry Starcher the, has died. The 80-year-old Starcher, who had a long career as a circuit judge in Montague County before winning a seat on the state Supreme Court, died in Morgantown on Saturday. He'd been in declining health. Starcher served a 12-year term on the high court from 1996 to 2008. More on his time on the bench this morning in a story posted at WVMetroNews.com. Sheriff's deputies in Kanawha County say they'll turn information from a deadly shooting that happened on Christmas morning over to the prosecutor's office for review. The department says there was a fight among family members, and when a man tried to break it up by firing a gun, he shot and killed his brother. The shooting happened at about 8 o'clock on Christmas morning. Morgan County authorities say a Maryland man and woman are dead following a murder-suicide. It happened back on Friday night in the parking lot of the Cool Front Resort in Berkeley Springs. Authorities say a man shot and killed a woman in the resort's parking lot and then killed himself. A new battery manufacturing plant coming to Hancock County includes $215 million in state and federal investment. Form Energy made its announcement last week. West Virginia Center on Budget and Policy Executive Director Kelly Allen says the state is giving money away. 
For far too long, we've handed out hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars and economic incentives with little transparency or accountability, like analyzing whether these deals bring the economic benefits and jobs they promise. Metro News Statewide Correspondent Brad McElhaney tries to get to the bottom of the financial structure in a story posted this morning at WVMetroNews.com. And you want to stay tuned because coming up in a few minutes, in our Metro News background of the inspirational story of Salty Morton, Chris did a sit-down interview recently with the former Clay County football standout We'll hear a long report on that in our backgrounder coming up next. Indeed we will. Thank you, Jeff. That's coming up. And Joe Bricado is in for sport uh, for Kyle on sports today. And uh, the Mountaineers pick up a transfer portal delivery from LSU. We'll tell you about that. It's all still ahead. West Virginia Outdoors is the Mountain State's only hook and bullet radio show dedicated to the more than quarter million hunters and anglers across the state. Award-winning host Chris Lawrence has been tracking down hunting and fishing stories for more than 25 years. Fun fact about groundhogs that not a lot of people know is they actually go through hepatitis B, much like humans do. So they've actually been used as a role model for how hepatitis progresses through humans. Don't even act like you knew that. Whether it's hunting and fishing news or just compelling stories about the enjoyment of the great outdoors he brought the dogs in the next day that dog as soon as it got out of the side side it hit the nose on the ground it pulled us it took us straight to that deer show point got a point you got that one west virginia outdoors covers it all saturday mornings at 706 a.m and for your daily fix outdoors today brings you two and a half minutes of news and notes from the woods and water every weekday morning on metro news the voice of west virginia Joe Bricado in for Kyle Wiggs this morning. We'll have an update in just a moment on sports. But right now in our background are a standout high school football player who was nearly killed in a car wreck less than two months ago is now on the road to a full recovery. It was Halloween, October 31st. The rain was pouring in Clay County. And Clay County High School was awaiting approval from the SSAC to see if they could play their first ever home playoff football game at their field in Clay and if it would pass inspection. To ensure that inspection wasn't sullied, football practice for the day was canceled, which for All-State defensive lineman Jacob Salty Morton, it meant a rare day off from both football and work. His coach, Jason Nichols. He asked me two or three times, he said, Coach, are we sure we're not lifting? Are we sure we're we're not going to have practice? And finally he said, well, if we're not having practice, I'm heading home. And uh, he had 25 minutes later, uh, I got a phone call. That phone call was one nobody ever wants. Salty had been in a serious wreck. It was around maybe 11 o'clock. It was around lunchtime, and I was heading home. And then I guess the curve, a bunch of leaves on the road, and the wreck just happened. Car and flipped over, plunged off an embankment, and came to rest upside down in a creek off Route 16, just a few miles from his home. At his home, Salty's dad, Adam, was about to give him a call when his phone rang. My niece had called me, and... Uh, told me that he that he had wrecked and that I need to hurry. So it was uh, it, it was uh, it was a pretty traumatic moment. It was something that, that a parent never wants to ever see again in their life, I'll tell you that. Despite serious injuries, he still managed to crawl out of the wrecked car. Uh, my shoulder was pinned by the car uh, windshield and I managed to free myself and crawl out onto the creek. He lay in that icy water for a considerable amount of time as help was on the way and Adam said ironically that saved his life. Had to be an angel or something that perfectly placed him in that water because they said that uh, the way that the water was flowing over his body actually saved his life. It, it actually thickened his blood up because of where the water was so cold. And 
He said he was perfectly placed there. Family and friends got him out of the water, and he was soon on his way to CAMC. The extent of his injuries really was misunderstood at first. But Adam explained the further the day went along, the worse the prognosis became. As they got in there and looked around, he, uh, he ended up losing a kidney, a spleen. His diaphragm was ripped in two. And then uh, probably about a week later, he lost his gallbladder. He also suffered eight broken ribs, and on top of all that was wrought with internal infection. Nichols remembers those dark hours. For those few hours, we didn't think it was as serious as it was. And then as the hours went by, we de definitely learned information and it became very scary. There were hours of surgery, days and days of intensive care, and no shortage of prayers from high school football teams across the state. It, it was unbelievable and unreal. I mean, it, it was the support, the people that just called, the prayers, the just everything was just unbelievable. I mean, we, we had people contacting us that, that we never even played in football. There's so many people who, um, you know, uh, reached out to us and, and spoke to us and, and sent cards and sent well wishes and prayers. And, and you know, that is just, it's overwhelming. And soon Salty was on the mend, oblivious to most of it. I didn't know about this. And I just, the amount of support when I was finally awake, it was amazing to me. All these football teams, parents, people I don't even know. Gift cards. I get four gift cards a day in our in our mailbox. Wow. Despite missing his last two football games, Salty made All-State first-team lineman again and leaves the program as the school's all-time sack leader. He knows his playing days are over, but said it was a blast. It was special. It, was, it meant a lot, me and my buddies. Yeah. No, but I'm thankful. I wouldn't trade for anything. For now, the focus is on recovery and the next chapter of life. I plan to go to a trade school. Mm -hmm. I plan to be a lineman. Work on power lines. Yeah. Yeah, that's my future. But you're going to have to get strong enough to climb a pole. Oh, I'll be strong enough to climb a pole. Don't you worry. Nichols has no doubt about that. Salty is a very determined individual. Uh, you know, that is evidenced by the way he played. But knowing him personally, the way he played is the way he attacks life. And one final note. Adam wanted to encourage everyone to give blood, especially during the holidays since Salty required 22 units to save his life. He also wanted to use this story to express his family's deep appreciation for everybody across the state who sent prayers and support to his son and family. And thank yous for everybody, our support, their support their prayers, just everything. I mean, it's just just so many and, 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 and too many people to thank. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thanking them now. For the Morning News, I'm Chris Lawrence. Joe Bricado is in for Kyle Wiggs this morning on sports. How about that? Two, great. two months he's home by Christmas, man. It was awesome to talk to him. Great story and great that uh, Salty is back on the mend and uh, getting back up to full speed. Indeed. What else going on in sports, my man? Well, Chris, the NCAA transfer portal, as you probably can guess, that never takes a holiday, so the Mountaineers picked up a verbal commitment on Christmas Day. Former LSU tight end Cole Taylor announced he'll be headed to Morgantown. The six foot seven, 250-pound Taylor has played three seasons with the Tigers, and he has two seasons of eligibility left. 
In 32 career games at LSU, Taylor made seven starts. He caught 17 passes for 159 yards and a touchdown. This past fall, Taylor had five catches for 55 yards. Taylor is a native of Grand Junction, Colorado, and was one of the nation's top tight end recruits in the class of 2020. The tight end is a position of obvious need for the Mountaineers. Brian Palende exhausted his eligibility this fall. Michael Laughlin and Corbin Page both recently transferred out of the program. We'll have more details on Cole Taylor Coming up later this morning at WVMetroNews.com. Former WVU guard Deuce McBride made his NBA Christmas game debut yesterday afternoon as the Knicks hosted the 76ers. McBride played six minutes and took just one shot from the floor as the Knicks fell to the Sixers 119-112. McBride is averaging 11 minutes per game in his second NBA season. Joe Mazzulla and the Boston Celtics defeated Javon Carter and the Milwaukee Bucks 139-118 in a possible preview of the Eastern Conference Finals. Missoula has led Boston to the best record in the NBA at 24 and 10. Carter played, scored seven minutes or scored seven points in 13 minutes last night. He also dished out three assists and had a steal. NFL games on Christmas Day. Green Bay rallied back from a 10-point halftime deficit to defeat Miami 26 to 20. And former Mountaineer cornerback Rasul Douglas sealed the victory for the Packers with an interception with 90 seconds to play. Thank you, Joe. Hoppy taking the week off from commentary, but we he will be back on Metro News Talk Line at 10.06 this morning on Metro News Radio across the state and also streaming at WVMetroNews.com. Now your West Virginia weather forecast. A weakening system may bring a little light snow later this morning into tonight, but the accumulations look very minimal at this time. Remainder of the week bringing a stout warming trend. High pressure builds on Tuesday. That'll move east allowing uh, the south to southwestern flow to take over. Temperatures climbing above freezing for much of the area tomorrow and for the first time since the Arctic blast blew in last Friday. Even nighttime lows are going to be above freezing Thursday night on. The south to southwest flow eventually bring moisture in from the Gulf of Mexico and that combined with low pressure likely to bring a wet rather than white New Year's holiday weekend as the milder weather pattern continues unabated. What a difference a week makes, huh? Now you're up to date. For Joe Bricado and Jeff Jenkins, I'm Chris Lawrence, and this is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.